TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. It's going to be another one of those nights. A nights where you'll get a little relaxation in trying to not spend the entire night on serious issues. Even though there are some very serious issues to cover, I feel we all need a break every once in a while. And last night we had one of those breaks. It was the first two hours of the Ann Keefe Radio documentary I put together. And I've been getting some great feedback, a lot of great notes and people messaging me saying they enjoyed it. And I got to say, it's always great to hear those. I I don't exactly know what the reaction is going to be when I put a special like this out. Now, I can say with a large amount of confidence that I know people are going to overwhelmingly like it. But then again, you don't know. You Sometimes you sit and you wonder. So last night we took some of your calls and really complimentary on the special. If you listened on the special last night, you know that we covered the first two hours of the special. Tonight will be hour number three, which will go from 9 until 10, and that'll wrap up the radio documentary. Then from 10 until 11, it'll be a bonus hour, and that bonus hour will give you the idea of what Ann Keefe would have sounded like when she did a show with Bruce Bradley. The two would overlap for a while, and they were just so good together. Oh, were they so talented as talk show hosts. And when I had an opportunity to really get a feel for them, I thought, oh, this would be great. We have to we have to play an hour of them together, mostly because after you listen to the full documentary and you get an idea of what she was like, not only as a radio but a television broadcaster, how special she was, how talented she was, how about you actually see that in practice, a full hour of their show together from 10 until 11 tonight. I think you'll enjoy. So we're going to do that a little bit later. And I got to say, thank you for everyone that dropped nice messages. I also wanted to give you this because I was very excited. Over on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio, you can find links to the shows we've done, podcasts, things like that. But uh, tonight, uh, after the documentary airs, I'm going to post the actual show as a podcast so you can download it and listen to it yourself. So that's going to post tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I posted a link to where you can find those on my Ryan Recker Radio Facebook page, and I also posted it on Twitter at Ryan Recker. Uh, I have to put a pretty large asterisk on there as long as Twitter doesn't uh, ban me for posting 
<laughs> something or Facebook deciding to ban me for posting something. Oh, my. You know, uh, that's a big part of the controversy of what happened in social media today, which I think is going to set up Josh Hawley to go full-blown mode of trying to really hold them accountable, at least some accountability when it comes to their actions. And we're going to play some of that a little bit later and what led to it. Earlier today, the New York Post posted a news story. It was a pretty big story. It was a email and multiple emails apparently as part of this investigation reveals just hunter biden introducing ukrainian businessmen to his dad joe biden vice president we know that there's a few things that have already been documented and this totally contradicts things that joe biden has said in the past totally contradicts all of these and it's actual hard evidence now what else is going to come out with this we don't know there could be more things that come out with this but the way it was taken down and punished on social media is extremely troubling so we're going to hear a couple of uh reasons of why and you, why you should be concerned over this and we're going to do that this hour too yeah you see we got to do a couple of these stories i'm so interested in the way we as a you know as a society rely on these giant tech companies to somehow keep themselves honest self-regulate themselves and it doesn't work that way it, the the funny thing is, and this is what I don't understand, I think most of the American people do not trust these large corporations. And for the longest time, think about how many people that are, you know, left-leaning, those that say we can't trust corporations to take care of themselves. So we need to make sure there's lots of regulations in place. And we need to make sure that there's all kinds of safeguards set in place so they don't take advantage of people or the environment or whatever it is. And then when it comes to tech companies and social media, we're like, ah, oh, they can do whatever they want. Oh, they should be able to do whatever they want. Why is that? Why, why don't we have the same level of scrutiny? Now, think about what is going on. We're getting close to an election. So I wanted to talk about that this hour. But then again, that's just a part of what tonight is about mostly i'm just going to be holding the fort down until we broadcast the ann keefe special starting at nine and i really hope you can sit back relax and enjoy it oh one other thing i thought this was great i had someone on facebook message me his name's john and he sent me some links to some old broadcasts that he recorded himself he documented some of jim white's famous halloween shows And I thought, oh, these were long gone. We'll never see these things ever again. You know, once they aired and never then again recorded and it just lost in time. But here we are. At least one person decided to record these. And his recordings are actually very good quality. So I'm going through them now. And it looks like we have more than enough material that we'll be able to recreate one of Jim White's one of Jim White's special nights as a, what he called them, is it the Halloween Spooktacular shows? It'll take you back decades ago. If you enjoyed Jim White, you know that was one of his favorite times of the year, and I think you'll see why. So that's kind of neat, just in time for Halloween this year. I'm not a big Halloween guy. I don't care for it. You know, it's just kind of a fun thing to pretend every once in a while. Like when, like the, to see my son get excited for someone giving him candy, that's kind of cool, right? It's just fun to pretend. It's not like we get into it or anything, but I know Jim White did, uh, did, so I think you'll get that too. But I just want to say, if you enjoyed the Ann Keith special last night, if you enjoy it tonight, I'm just trying to point out we have a lot of other great parts of KMOX history that I want to 
make sure we preserve and bring to you because I, I just think it's something that's important to do. All right, so when we come back, that big bombshell that came out from the New York Post today and the reaction to it, this is Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Oh, what a nice text message from Tina. Very cool. Enjoyed the Yankee documentary last night. So part two of our two nights, what, can we call it an extravaganza, spectacular, however you want to put it out there, you can. If this were a physical location, there would be some sort of giant inflatable right on top of the building for this special. That's how special it is. So it's going to come back in about 45 minutes. So we'll do news at 9 o'clock, and then we'll wrap up the Ann Keefe Radio documentary tonight a little bit after 9 o'clock. And then tomorrow morning, it'll be posting on the podcast. So don't go anywhere. I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So a few things that happened today, and this was a pretty big deal. In fact, the New York Post this morning. This really surprised me because right on the front page, Biden secret emails. New York Post posts it, uh, says revealed Ukrainian exec thanked Hunter Biden for, quote, opportunity to meet, end quote, Veep dad. So his dad, of course, Hunter Biden's dad is Joe Biden. Now, part of this is the story itself. And the other part of it is the way social networks have decided to handle this story. And, and they've decided to handle this story very poorly for a few reasons. And first, let's talk about the story itself. And this is from the exclusive of the New York Post. Hunter Biden introduced his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, to a top executive at the Ukraine energy firm. Less than a year before, Elder Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company, according to these emails obtained by the Post. Now, the emails have been turned over. They are being investigated, and this will be looked at not only on the governmental level, but I think from the Trump campaign, uh, Rudy Giuliani has a copy of this, too. I think some of that was handed over to them. I wondered why they would give this directly to Giuliani to have a copy, and I think there's a few reasons for it. I think maybe their confidence in having this handled properly on the FBI's level, maybe they lost their confidence after seeing the corruption that went down in some of the investigations leading up to this point. That could be a part of it. This started a while back. I mean, they, apparently they've had this since 2019. It looks like at the end of 2019. But they've had all of this information, which leads us to believe that maybe this is why Donald Trump has been talking so positively when it comes to being confident in what he's saying about Joe Biden. All right, so... Here is a part of the email. It says, never before revealed meeting is mentioned in a message of appreciation that an advisor to the board of Burisma allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17, 2015, about a year after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board at a reported salary of about $50,000 a month. So you have someone that has zero experience, zero knowledge, and, and really has zero business sitting on a board of a foreign energy company getting $50,000 a month, and now we have emails that says that maybe, in fact, strongly shows that all of this was to get access to the vice president of the United States, and in this case, Joe Biden. Joe Biden has denied this a lot of times leading up to now, but this is not looking good because even in a recent article, I don't know if this is the one that was quoted on Fox, it was one of the news networks had a statement from the DNC which they said, we uh, let me see if I can read it real quick. But basically what they said was, uh, we can't technically say this never happened. So they're not coming out positively denying it at this point, which 
goes to show you that there's probably a lot of truth in this, if not maybe all. So the Biden campaign hit back at this. Um, the emails turned up on this hard drive uh, after it was dropped off at a repair shop in 2019. Um, this is what they said in a spokesperson, a Biden campaign spokesperson. Investigations by the press during impeachment and even by two Republican-led Senate committees whose work was decried as not legitimate and political by a GOP colleague have all reached the same conclusion that Joe Biden carried out official U.S. policy towards Ukraine and engaged in no wrongdoing. Trump administration officials have arrest, uh, attested to these facts under oath. Now, that's one way to spin it, I guess. The other way to spin it and the other way to look at it for what it is is that now we actually have evidence that these meetings were being set up. We have evidence that Hunter Biden was offering access to his father. We have evidence that Hunter Biden had no business being in there. There's photographs also showing a lot of things that, well, quite frankly, would be quite embarrassing. So if you want to bring up the argument that, oh, that's why we need to see Donald Trump's tax returns, because, oh, he's probably a puppet to China or he's a puppet to Russia or puppet to whatever. You know, they, they bring up these things. Okay. Well, how about how about you take this a little bit more seriously then? Because all, all of this speculation is a way to try to uh, slam Donald Trump because he didn't want to release his tax returns. Now, all of a sudden, you have direct dealings with a foreign entity in the vice president of the United States. And you may be saying to yourself, wait a minute, what do you mean direct dealings? Okay, Rudy Giuliani was on Fox News earlier today talking about these emails, and he said something on that interview I haven't seen anywhere else. And if this is true, okay, I want you to listen carefully. If this part is very true, Joe Biden is in some serious trouble. Listen very carefully. It's about as damaging as it can be. Remember, uh, Biden and and uh, denied knowing anything about Burisma. Biden denied uh, numerous times knowing anything about his uh, his son's foreign dealings, which of course incredible. It's incredible. I don't know only uh, because the media covers it up. Did anybody believe it? But that that says very clearly that Biden met with the. I think he's done over two or three guy in the most crooked company in Ukraine. The owner of the company was then in exile. He had stolen five billion dollars. And Joe's job really was to use his influence on the president of the Ukraine to save the man's business. And the payments to Hunter were directed to Joe. Hunter's money, half of which went to Joe. I think further emails and, and texts will bring that out even more clearly. Okay, so Rudy Giuliani may have just dropped what should be a giant headline that I haven't seen anywhere else. Did you catch that at the end? Let me just play that one part real quick. We're directed to... All right, uh, back up a little bit more. Okay. And the payments to Hunter were directed to Joe. Hunter's money, half of which went to Joe. I think further emails and, and texts will bring that out even more clearly. Okay, so if there is a trail here, and you can definitely follow the money, if there is a trail here that Hunter Biden was receiving this money from foreign entities and a portion, even if it's half, a portion, a part of these payments were going to Joe Biden. Number one, was that disclosed by Joe Biden that he was accepting this money on behalf of his son? Or even in this case, if it was if it's more than just being forwarded, what if it was direct to Joe Biden? That's number one. Number two, what about all of these things that Joe Biden has said? Oh, you're a liar. You're a dang liar. Or uh, you're a whatever pony face, whatever. He called that one dude fat for even asking him the question. And he gets very agitated when these things come up here. But honestly, think about this. How big of a deal is it 
if this is 100% true, that these payments were going to Joe Biden. Now, if you, anyone that's ever raised a red flag in on speculation, oh, he's, uh, Russian puppet Donald Trump, this is 100% proof that Joe Biden would be a puppet to Ukraine and would be using his power as the vice president not only to influence policy, but also uh, even worse than that. It's like he's taking bribes at this point in funneling this, laundering this through his son. This is terrible. Now, think about it this way, too. Um, what if this wasn't disclosed properly, finances disclosed properly? What if Barack Obama knew about this? Seriously, what if the Obama administration knew about this and didn't stop it? Here's some other things we know pretty confidently. And part of this whole ordeal and the money being accepted here leads into Joe Biden going to Ukraine. And don't forget that traveling overseas with Joe Biden was Hunter Biden. Isn't that strange? The son who has some pretty serious drug addictions that he's battling, going and flying with the vice president of the United States overseas on part of these dealings? What's the purpose of him being there? And then we have Joe Biden on tape saying, we want you to fire your prosecutor that was investigating the business that is paying my son. And in return, now we can find that was paying Joe Biden. And then he uses that and says, we're going to hold foreign aid back. And we're going to hold foreign aid and we're not going to allow you to receive this until you fire the person that's investigating the company that is paying my son and de facto me. That's extremely damaging. So uh, lots of problems here. Lots of problems with this new bombshell. And this could be a huge scandal for the Bidens. Huge, huge, huge. All right. Let's uh, try to get a call in here. Uh, Scott is calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Good night, sir. How are you doing? Good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm going in at the end of the month for the operation, and that I hopefully cross my fingers and pray that everything will work out. That's Me too. Pretty much Me the too. way it is right now. But Wow. Okay. It's good to hear from you, though, and I love this story. I, I see, I foresee, first of all, I just wanted to say, a book in the future about KMOX. <laughs> you I, mean, I, I really do. I'm sorry. I just, uh, the, the way everything's been done, the way everything's been done about everybody at KMOX from the beginning till when I was younger and, 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 and all the classic uh, broadcasters that were on KMOX, I could see that happening because it wasn't just St. Louis that was listening to KMOX, as you know, as you well know. Oh, it yeah. They're, they're having a couple of... Like I think in 2000 was the last major book on KMOX that came out, and that was them celebrating, um, was it the 75th anniversary? I, I can't remember. I'd have to double-check. or 70th. But either way, um, yeah, I've thought about doing something along those lines, Scott, so yeah, it's funny it you really, mentioned that. I mean, it's something to think about. I would, I mean, if I was you, I'm, just, I'm sorry, but the point is, is what you were saying about the, uh, the Biden situation. Mm-hmm. He's on videotape. And he admitted it, basically. I'll be a SOB if she wasn't fired the next day, basically, you know. And yeah. uh, they, they, they had tried to throw that back at Donald Trump like, a, oh, he's in bed with the Russians and this. You actually have a man who is a vice president of the United States saying that if this doesn't happen, you're being withheld money. You're being withheld yeah. aid to your country. Right. And at that time... We, we were, we, obviously we are the world's policemen, whether you like it or not. 
And we were all up in arms about Russia coming into the Ukraine, you know, and uh, with the ethnic uh, situation there, the ethnic Russians that were living there. But the bottom line is really, how can you, how can that happen with the vice president and his son going over there without our president of the United States having to be involved a little bit in that? Having to have known. And that's part of it. They had to have known. The question is, what did they know? When did they know it? That's always an important question to ask. Plus, you also have, and and I I know the Ukrainian media is a little bit more open than the Chinese media, where he also got a little bit of uh, money, over a billion dollars. And will something come out of there? Probably the, the, the Chinese are a little bit more cracked down on their media than the Ukrainians are. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Scott, I'm so glad you called in. It's good to hear from you again. Thank you very much. And uh, yes, please keep me updated on how things go towards the end of the month. All right. I sure will. Thank you very much. I will. Thanks, Scott. So this is a good point and actually a very good point. So you could look at this and say, let's say this is true. Let's say that Joe Biden did accept money from Ukraine on behalf of his son, Hunter, who is, we already know, accepting money from this Ukraine energy company that he had no business being a part of. Let's just say at the time that there was a conflict of interest because there was money being funneled or laundered to Joe Biden through his son or maybe even directly to Joe Biden when this decision was being made. Some people would say, oh, even the United Nations didn't like this guy, right? Oh, it's such a terrible uh, prosecutor in the Ukraine or whatever it is. But to not disclose the conflict of interest is a huge red flag. To not disclose that his son was a conflict of interest is a huge red flag. And the fact that we're finding out about it now indicates that not only was this something that the Obama administration knew at the time, they decided not to raise this as a conflict of interest. So you want to talk about transparency? There is zero transparency there. So this is a big deal. This really is. We'll take some more of your calls coming up right after the weather. It's Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. In Overnight America continues. Part of the story is not just the story itself. This uh, giant report from the New York Post is the reaction and the reaction being its removal of social media. And we'll talk about that, too. But before we do that, I wanted to take another call. And Vernell is on the line. Welcome to Overnight America. Good evening. I yes. want to uh, say one thing. Tonight, uh, today, President Trump uh, turned filed a request to the Supreme Court to keep his tax records sealed. Now, mm-hmm. why don't you people bring up 
he's been in office these many years and not as yet released his tax record. None of you are saying anything about that. Well, he's got to hide. Why don't you disclose it? But today he has a merger request from the Supreme Court to not allow his tax records to be disclosed. Now, what do you say about that? Do you think that there's any political motivation for people pushing to get his tax records inside of the legal system? Do you believe that well, or do you not believe it? Well, no, I'm asking, do you believe there's any political motivation of why they're trying to push for these things? So I just, before I answer, I just no. want you to, I just kind of want to see where you're at. So you think it's, no, no there's no political motivation? No, no. Okay, I totally disagree. But, okay, okay. No, I totally disagree. Yeah, I know. But let me, I'll tell you why I think that this uh, tax records is a different deal. I think that in the most part, people are fishing to try to find something with Donald Trump. We have evidence that has been handed to the government and we have evidence in front of us that should be looked at and you're telling me that the speculation of fishing and trying to find something is more important than what you have right in front of your face right now what do you got in front of your face what this this story this what? hard drive this computer with all of the emails and the pictures and everything else that goes with it authenticating it and then seeing if any of it's true you don't think that's a bigger deal than trying to fish and find something kind of what they've done in the last three or four years with Donald Trump have you seen anything? What are you have talking you seen about? Anything? Seen anything with this? Yes. Have you seen anything? Of what? The five you're talking about. Right, what? I've seen any of what? You're talking about like this? Talking about In regards to what? If I see anything in regards to what? I don't understand what you're asking. I think we're, we got a little lag here. So, let me. So why Have I seen anything with this New York Post story? Oh, yeah. Hey, okay, we got to stop wow. talking over each other. But have I seen anything with this New York Post story? Absolutely. And in fact, I just spent 10 minutes talking about how dangerous this is. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if you are probably listening to the last segment. I just laid out a bunch of things that are a problem. I'll listen to you. I'll bet you nothing there. I guarantee you that. Okay? Thank you. You think there's nothing there? Okay, of course. That's right. See, this is part of the problem. Okay, thanks for now. So, you could have evidence right in front of your face. This is what we've seen for the last three or four years. We've seen investigations that, number one, was started under questionable pretenses. You have investigations that were started by leaking fake information to the media that then justified a further investigation. You have intelligence coming from the DNC used to try to investigate their political opponent. That's a major violation, too. And now that we have these emails from Hillary Clinton, what do you think we're going to find in there? The ones that they tried to delete forever. Tell about a shady deal to begin with. So they go through this whole Mueller investigation and the FBI looks into this and that. You get a bunch of disgruntled people that put out books afterwards. And then, oh, it's all of a sudden we find out, wow, um, no charges against the president. In fact, all of these things that not all of them, but these things that were leaked to the media could be easily disputed. And if not pure lies, because they're using these things from anonymous sources, which could be Adam Schiff just leaking things to the media and using his power. And it's an absolute sham what we've seen for the last couple of years. Point in case, um, if you probably said the same thing, oh, this Mueller report's going to get Donald Trump, and oh, this is going to get Donald Trump, oh, and this this phone call's going to get him, and this and that, and then all of a sudden you're sitting here and you're still trying to think that, oh, these, uh, these tax records are going to get Donald Trump. I think you're living in a fairyland to think that the evidence in front of you that won't get a actual fair shake in an investigation um we shouldn't be looking at these things but man let's just kind of keep going down the rabbit hole until we fish and find something for donald trump is actually a, a a big it's a big problem with what we see today in the media because 
with the New York Post putting this out there, I'll give credit to CBS News at the top of the hour. At least they said, we are independently trying to verify this information. That's more than most of the other news agencies would say right now. This emails, uh, hard drive, photos, videos of Hunter Biden, it's pretty, um, by the way, if you want to talk about trying to find some proof that this actually belonged to him, there's more than just a bunch of emails that were saved on this computer that he, uh, I guess, forfeited. There's videos of him. Um, let me try to read the exact quote because I want to make sure that I read it here properly. Um, uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me get back here. Videos and photos. Some of the photos have been posted. I can't find the exact quote from the New York Post when they were putting their story. But basically, they said there's videos of him taking drugs, um, having, you know, sexual relations with unidentified women, uh, you know, things like that. There's a bunch of like these intimate private videos that obviously, obviously you wouldn't just uh, forfeit yourself. And it goes to show if you're trying to authenticate this laptop, um, if you have these private videos that shows your face and could be positively identified to you that may put a little credence into the verifying that this actually belonged to Hunter Biden and it was actually his. So all of these things definitely will have to come up. I'm sure in the Senate, they're going to have to investigate this, which is absolutely the case. But then we find out that after this New York Post story came out, social media networks uh, like Twitter and Facebook, they did everything they could to try to scrub this off of their platforms. They didn't want this story being shared. And it's no joke. The New York Post, who posted this on uh, social media, their their uh, article on social media was deleted. Their post of these were deleted. Anyone that retweeted it was deleted. In fact, the press secretary for Donald Trump, uh, Ms. McEnany, she even had her account locked because they said they were posting and, and sharing information that was from a, uh, a fraudulent website, a scam website. The New York Post is what they're saying this. And the thing is, this is a huge deal because Senator Josh Hawley here in Missouri has already made it very clear. He's he's looking straight at and putting the spotlight on these social media websites and these tech companies that have all of this power. I don't know how you can make an argument and say that they did the right thing by punishing, scrubbing, deleting, uh, banning, doing everything they can to anyone that was sharing this story, this bona fide news story. So what are they going to do? So let's say CBS or let's say anyone else, Fox News even put something up on this. Let's say more news agencies start to verify this and find it out for themselves. Are they going to do and have the same treatment for those news agencies? Or how would they be able to keep up with that? And being so close to an election, how do you not look at this as a way to try to influence the election? If they're picking and choosing the news they want you to read, in this report from the New York Post, this exclusive report, if they're saying you're not allowed to read this bona fide news story, that should scare you. Because then they're using their power as a giant tech company to try to stop the freedom of press. It's the First Amendment. And we're talking about the Washington Post have an absolute right to post this as a news story as they see fit. For them to go out there and make this decision to say, nope, we're not allowing you to do that. And we're going to punish anyone that posts it is so dangerous. Tucker Carlson. But let me just play Tucker Carlson from the start of his program tonight, talking about this censorship that we're seeing. A major American newspaper published a story, apparently an entirely accurate story, about a presidential candidate. The tech monopolies that control American media feared this story might hurt that candidate whom they favor. So three weeks before a national election, they shut the whole thing down. They prevented the public from reading the news. 
They didn't apologize for doing this. They didn't bother to make up reasonable-sounding justifications for it. They just did it, exactly as the Chinese government does. These are monopolies. They have all the power. You have none. They don't have to care what you think, and they don't. This was mass censorship on a scale that America has never experienced, not in 245 years. And it's a threat to all of us. Democracies only function when there is a free exchange of information between citizens. We no longer have that. This is a dark moment. Just like the Chinese government, that is the stinger right there. Sure is, I think, someone that, I don't know if he had a role with the Trump administration. I definitely, as someone that is right-leaning, posted on Twitter, and I thought this was good. Uh, Remind me, he said. Did Twitter and Facebook block postings about the Steele dossier, which was an unverified and turned out to be based on information from a suspected Russian agent? Hmm. I wonder if they deleted anyone posting to that Steele dossier that we now know in the way that they process this thing uh, and pushed it down the line. Use some, you know, not only did we know that people used fraud and were fraudulently signing these things, they were using false pretenses to push this through court in order to get a further investigation that they didn't disclose at first, came from a DNC opposition research. Um, okay, did they decide to censor? Of course they did not. Now, the head of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, of course with ties here to St. Louis, put out a tweet, let's see, about an hour, almost two hours ago. It says, our communication around our actions on the New York Post article was not great in blocking URL sharing via tweet or DM with zero context as to why we're blocking unacceptable. Isn't that interesting? He even admitted to blocking direct messages. Wow. This is bad. This is really bad. And it should go to reflect, I'm just going to say it again, to Tucker Carlson. This is something, this is like straight out of China uh, when you're trying to regulate news like this. It's pretty terrible. And incredibly eye-opening to the fact of how much power that these tech companies have. And now the big question is, do they use this power unfairly? Do they use it selectively? Do they use use it as a way to try to influence things like, oh, I don't know, this general election? Was that an intention of it? Is there just so much bias with the people that are working at these companies that when they decide to make a decision like this, that uh, they don't run it by anyone else. They don't understand the implications of what they're doing. They're drunk with the power that they have, and they just allow it to go through anyway. Is that the problem here? If anything, it shows that they don't have the ability to self-regulate themselves on important topics like this. The fact that they would try to take out a news story. And by the way, it's just linking to a website, the New York Post. That's what they did. The news itself, the information itself. It doesn't verify or unverify or it doesn't deny it. It just shows that you're not allowed to see it. Now, that should raise a lot of red flags. Um, You know, we're going to go to a break here. And, man, should I really have gotten this heavy before the Yankee special? I hope I didn't turn too many people off doing this because I know you're going to enjoy it coming up at 9 o'clock. I feel like maybe we should decompress here in a few minutes. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. Wow, we are just 15 minutes away from the Ann Keefe Radio Special. Two hours tonight. Woo! Uh, let's see. I'm reading a couple of messages that are coming in here. Said Because uh, I was a little bit worried. I thought, man, since we're going to the Ann Keefe Special here in 15 minutes... Do we need to decompress for a moment? Because that's some pretty heavy stuff. Because this is a huge, huge story. 
What's interesting is the timing of this. I wondered if somehow it was orchestrated to lead up into the second presidential debate, which isn't happening tomorrow. But how would you be able to put all of this in motion and all of this would come out right now? There is going to be a town hall, apparently. Not only is Joe Biden doing one, I think he is on ABC doing a town hall. Donald Trump said, OK, I'll do one NBC. Uh, let's let's get this going. So they're going to be posting that one up there, too. I think going head to head from what I understand. And I wonder what the ratings will be there. You think more people are going to watch President Trump's town hall or Joe Biden's? And I wonder how that's going to go. But here's a, a couple of text messages that said, uh, you are good, Ryan. You are speaking the truth and I appreciate it. Can't wait for the special. OK, that's good. That's good. Here's another tweet that came out because I posted a tweet earlier just some of the real issues here when it comes to media platforms punishing accounts who share news stories and I do look at this a bona fide news story so uh, someone on Twitter wrote um, Twitter posted an explanation the article contained personal info like email addresses now I'm gonna call shenanigans on that because if that's the excuse that they're gonna use I don't agree with it because, number one, none of that information was posted on their actual platform. Uh, a link to a news story that shows a copy of a documentation of an email happens on a lot of these other news sites. So are you going to all of a sudden say any news site that posts a document that has an email address on it that you're going to block them from looking at that news article? Or then again, you're going to punish that that individual, that user? So I don't call, I'm calling shenanigans on that. And just like Ari Fleischer pointed out, he said, well, that's interesting because there was really no stopping an anonymous source that put out all the information. And how many times have we seen giant news stories just go crazy over anonymous sources that end up being 100% false, never get retracted? Uh, what about the Steele dossier, by the way? Unverified. They didn't really do their due diligence on that either. None of these things get their due diligence. And one of the bigger points to all of this, and I'm just going to mention it too, um, why should we let social media networks have the discretion of what is news and what is not news? Why would we allow a big tech company to say, we're going to be the person that has the pure discretion of what is worthy to be called news? Because then it points right back to the Tucker Carlson point. This is something that goes down in China, communist countries that have state-run media, that they get to be the ones that pick what is news. They get to be the ones that pick what is uh, free speech or not. And they use it as a way of oppression. And if anything, these tech companies are using it as a way of for oppression, not protection. So why should we let them have the discretion? Why? I don't think they should. Uh, I think Senator Hawley is already committing to really fight the big tech companies. And good for him for doing that. I, I feel like the question needs to be raised. I feel like the big part of what we've seen today is it going unchecked for as long as it has with no repercussions and protections for them. But then again, they're not self-regulating themselves properly. And I think most people can look at that and understand it. Uh, so let me see if there's anything else I was going to play before we go to the break. Um, I have some clips from Donald Trump before he was in Iowa today doing a rally. Maybe I'll play those later. Rudy Giuliani. Let me just play one more from Rudy Giuliani, because I think this really hits home what could be coming down the line. And I think it's important to note that there will be more things released. Is the big tech companies going to do their part to try to suppress this, too? If 
Now, keep in mind, these independently are going to be reviewed by these other news agencies. Now, I wouldn't put it past CNN to give this a pass and try not to look at this because, you know, it's CNN. But let's say the NBC's, ABC's, CBS's, whatever. Let's say the main news networks are, are they going to give this a, a real look into it? So here's what Rudy Giuliani lays out of what could be happening next. Is the president going to make a big deal out of this in this election campaign? It's going to be a big deal, Scoop. It's probably the biggest, um, highest level scandal so far this century. It, it happens at the highest levels of two governments, the United States and Ukraine. It's clear that Biden bribed the president of Ukraine to drop the case on his son and on Mykola Zloshevsky, the multi-billionaire who was paying him. And then it's going to move on to China and Iraq, where similar things happened. And in China, there was much more money involved, much more. The Biden family has for five years been business partners, either with the Chinese government or with high-level members of the Chinese Communist Party. Beyond being uh, bribes, they have enormous implications for our national security. The question is, why did no one in the Obama administration pick this up if they were watching out for our national security? There are numerous compromising photographs of the kind that will be hard to publish, but you know the Chinese has every single one of them. If the Chinese didn't have these compromising photographs, we wouldn't have to worry about China. They'd be a small intelligence player. So, uh, among other things, they made millions, about 8 to 14 million in Ukraine. They got uh, one-third of a $1.5 billion deal in, in Iraq for his brother James. And then, uh, counting conservatively about 30 million out of China, from either the Bank of China, a company called CEFC, and about five other companies, Everything I'm telling you is in texts, emails. Good Lord. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I mean, they're... they're... All right, so we got to do there just for the sake of time, but... Okay, let's just say that this is the tip of the iceberg. More of this documentation will be released. We're going to have to get to the bottom of this. And keep in mind, the Biden campaign came out and said... Well, actually, uh, he may have met with some of these people from Ukraine that weren't on the official schedule, so they're already trying to figure out how they're going to be able to hide this in... Oh boy, not looking good. All right. The part two of the Ann Keefe Radio Special is coming up. I hope I didn't lose you over this past first hour. I really think you're going to enjoy it. If you got the first two hours yesterday, enjoy it tonight. Next two hours coming up on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.